Hey everybody, it's Megan. Before we get into the episode, I want to remind you that there are more ways now than ever to support No Lies Detected. Beyond subscribing and sharing it with your friends, we just moved over to Anchor. So you can go to anchor.fm forward slash no lies detected and click the support this podcast button and you can donate to us monthly. We super appreciate you and I hope you enjoy the episode. You think you have control over how you're going to learn a lesson and oh. when and where? You don't. <laughs> but if anyone can, can it be a Scorpio? No. <laughs> Back at it again. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Oh, shoot. Wow. Girl, my um, last one. Oof. It got you. It did. I started I started hearing. You started hearing things. Something with that boy's mother. I don't think that I read this. Yeah, no, we didn't. There's a lot of, Aquari- a lot of Aquariuses have been writing in recently, and I think it's, I'm noticing the more should I talk about a sign, the more they write in. So it's like I was going through a real Aquarius, fuck Aquarius phase, mm-hmm. and they all were like, hold on. I had a few of them in my DM saying, please drag Aquarius's more. And I was like, you guys like that shit. You love it. They're weird. Love it. You know what? That's fine. What are you suckling on now at the beginning of the podcast? I'm Megan Tonjes. She won't even let me drink. I'm going to show more. And this is No Lies Detected, a podcast about the truths you need to know and the lies we tell ourselves. And uh, Michelle is just comfortable right now feeling it just sitting we got our hat on we got our little robe on my madam robe legs out this is my madam robe can almost see the toddies through the the underdress we got the christmas tree behind us just leaned back i'm a madam with no clients (laughs) but a beautiful apartment (laughs) okay so here's another one. We'll get to some voice messages eventually because I know you like those the best. I do. But this one is lost as fuck Aquarius trying to handle life but failing epically. That's the title. Mm. Here we go. Hi, ladies. I love your podcast and I'm so thankful for it. You two started it at a time that's pretty dark for me and honestly, it's played a big part in me working to get out of it. So thank you both. Before I start, I'm a bit stoned, so I apologize and it's the same. So I apologize in advance if some of this doesn't make sense. Also, I'm wordy. I'm Aquarius rising and sun, so Aqua is strong in this one. But I'll do my best to keep it short and simple. No, it's failing already. <clears throat> I grew up for an Aquarius. <laughs> this is actually my few short and simple. I grew up with complex trauma originating from my family situation, which is still very complicated. The dynamics in my family basically forced enforced and needed me to be a caretaker versus, versus caregiver. The difference is that caretakers give everything give everything to care for and help someone while caregivers cares for others while caring for themselves. Okay. I didn't know that. Okay. At a very young age. So someone's taking care of other people, but not taking care of themselves necessarily. Mm -hmm. This instilled issues with boundaries, codependence, anxiety, and later depression. I wasn't aware of any of this other than anxiety until I was 23 or 24. I'm 27 now. Mm -hmm. I began dating my ex-husband when I was 19. We got married when I was 25 I knew that we had our issues and somewhere in my psyche, I I knew that there were things happening in the relationship that weren't normal. However, it took me seven years to realize that he had been abusive the whole time. It was never physical other than some intimidation, but he was very emotionally, psychologically. That's just as serious. And verbally abusive, yeah. I left him a year ago and will never look back. However, given the environment I have been in since I was 22 when we first started living together, I wasn't allowed to grow in the way most early 20-year-olds did. My counselor said... In a way, I'm stunted. Not that I'm not smart, but that I was never given the opportunity to learn how to survive on my own, Mm. uh, become self-actualized, or pave my own pathway. I've been working really hard to get better at these things, but I can't help but feel like it's a really daunting fight. I feel like I fail more times than not, and I don't know myself or my worth at all. I keep trying to set up structure and routine in my life, but I can never stick to it. I can't take responsibility for anything. I don't care about anything. I had the realization the other day that maybe I have such a hard time sticking to anything that would help me get into a better place because I don't care enough about myself to practice basic self-care, self-love, or treating myself in a way that fosters health. Here are my questions. How do I get myself to see my worth and actually care for myself enough to build a better life? And how does one learn to adult after being held back in that way? Also, I'm entering a poetry book contest 
and just some good vibes my way f- for that would be much appreciated. Love you both. Hmm. And luckily I didn't read your name before I read the part where you said, don't read my name. You're lucky on that one. <laughs> Real smart Aquarius, but not paying attention to the goddamn rules. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so out of a, an emotionally abusive relationship, trying to figure out how to, I guess, feel motivated or connected to wanting to, to build a life. Um, it's it, the thing is that because of there was a delay in you know the things that normal normally you, you would get to experience yeah. at a young age, which is you know failing and having to do it over again, and you know, and 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 there are different stages of that. And so, if you don't if you don't get it, if you don't get it in the moments where you have cognitive thought um and you clearly did to a degree um the shift usually is like but when you're 19 if you're living with somebody at 22 you shift and if you're not being allowed to shift it tends to get a little bit muddled and that's one of the reasons why you would stay in a relationship like that because you think well this makes me an adult because if i'm in a relationship and i'm living like you know, in a world of yes, I have a boyfriend and we yeah. have an apartment. I've done all the th- I've done things. Yeah, right. So now I've I'm done here, things, and so, so now I just I ride this wave right. until I die. Right, and then all of a sudden, you don't have it anymore. At any age, that'll make you feel like you don't know anything. Um, because I went through that. I I mean, I was I married for thirteen years, and <clears throat> when I moved in by myself, my first time living on my own, <laughs> I felt like I was in college. And I was just like, I don't feel like an adult anymore. Like, what is this life? But <coughs> believe it or not, the experiences that um, that you had are have raised you better in ways of understanding how har- hard it is to live life in mourning and in sadness because you've already done that. So there are a lot of people already in your age that haven't even hit that because they've just been living free in their 20s. So they're just doing what they're doing and it's loving life. And then all of a sudden the life hits. So it changes the opposite. Yeah. It's just changes. Right. So it doesn't mean that they're better or you're worse or whatever. It just means that no matter where you are or where you are right now, no matter what your life was before you're, you were going to be in a place. This Mm -hmm. is just your place. And it doesn't make you, less than anyone else because there are things that you know that other people don't know so the first thing that i can tell you is stop comparing yourself Mm. because when you start comparing yourself to other people and what they've done and what you haven't done that's where you keep keep yourself in sadness is i don't know anything and that that can be further from the truth right you have different experiences we have different lives so you're fine you're an adult no matter if you have a job or you don't have a job or you went back home or you live in, it, it doesn't matter. That doesn't ma- make you less of, a, of an adult. You're more of an adult because you're not in a relationship. Do you know how many people have not been, uh, you know, in the position that you have been in and gotten out, survived? Some of them stay. They just stay because they're just like, you literally are just like, I'm not doing this anymore. That's and you're 27. Yeah, that's a very adult decision to make at 27. Most people stay in shit, mm-hmm. right? So, but again, that's that doesn't make them more or you greater. It doesn't because we're not comparing. But I'm just trying to explain to you that you're exactly where you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And all the lessons that are coming to you, they're for you at this time, at this moment, because you're ready now for them. Yeah. So just embrace it. Just be patient with yourself. That's how you can learn to love yourself. Just be patient in your learning. Yeah. The patience that you are frustrated with because you don't feel like you know certain things or whatever, fuck all that. Put that all in loving yourself. Yeah. Put that all in raising yourself, loving yourself the way that you weren't loved when you were a child or whatever. It's time for you to start raising yourself. And that's not going to look like anything but what it should look like in your life. Your joy is not other people's joy. It doesn't matter what your joy looks like. It doesn't matter what your pain looks like because it's yours and it's valid and it it means something. 
but that doesn't make you less than somebody else. Mm. So I would say that is the first place to go. Just keep giving yourself the patience that and surround yourself with people that are going to understand your story and give you the same patience because you have people in your life right now that are dogging you out because you're not in a relationship and you're not this is those people you don't you don't need to be around yeah i feel like also as far as like as if you're trying to figure out structure and you're like i can't stick with anything make your goals for that smaller right. like make it i'm gonna shower every day this week i'm, right. gonna, I'm gonna make sure i'm doing like whatever little small thing and then build upon that that way it's not like these huge pieces you have to put in place mm -hmm. to make you feel like okay i'm on the right track i'm doing a thing and so i'm committed to it like just find the things that bring you joy but also like in the midst of that take it day by day right right okay do you want to hear a voice note yes you i don't know what any of these fucking say do you want to charge it for you uh i'm okay right now okay let's see huh I don't know if you're going to like that one, but I'll hold on to it. Okay. Oh, maybe this is a follow-up. Oh, this is a follow-up. You want to hear the follow-up? Yeah, let's hear a follow-up. So I believe this is a follow-up to the call we got about in their 30s looking back at the ex of a someone they dated. Okay. All right. Yeah, let's listen. And they were, they were being a little petty. Okay. Any second. Hold on. Huh? Hi, Michelle and Megan. This is the petty imbalanced caller from a while ago. The message was left in October. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> I was not in a good place, and that's pretty obvious. Um, I... Michelle, <laughs> she hit the nail on the head. You guys, you both hit the nail on the head. I did have some people around me. Um, and that was, and that was my choice to have those people around me. It was my choice. And, um, that kind of behavior was <sighs> that character, like Michelle and, and you know, like you guys both said that character was, um, acceptable. And, um, there's no other way to say it. It was just acceptable and it was a character, um, but it wasn't okay. And uh, by that November, um, I had ended my friendship with those people. And then um, in November, also began um, taking care of parts of myself that need to be, needed to be taken care of with the help of a Reiki healer who I trust explicitly. And um, it's getting better. <laughs> I have made progress to not be that character and to not be so cruel because that was cruel. And it was cruel. And... You guys were right. Um, that could have been me. Love to hear that we're right. And it was cruel of me to, to find any sort of joy or rejoice in someone else hurting um, and not be not be involved enough in my own life, which is, that's like the width and the breadth of it. I wasn't involved enough, invested enough in my own life, but I gave a shit about something from fucking 12, 15 years ago. So anyways, um, this is me calling back to say it's better, uh, or I'm trying to be better. And um, you guys are right. <laughs> and uh, I'm working on it. That's all. Bye. Wow, this podcast is life-changing. <laughs> Man. Humility. Ooh. Yeah. Um, we, uh, it's, it's not, it's, it's not the easiest, uh, getting your ass handed to you. And we <laughs> handed you the entirety <laughs> of your ass because <laughs> I remember listening to that voice. I remember us just pausing it, which by the way, in editing is annoying. I don't know if you've ever experienced that, 
pausing it and me high as fuck and this bitch eating cupcakes <laughs> and us just being like, wait a second. <laughs> um, I, you did say something that I wanted to, um, I wanted to comment on. And you said, I'm trying not to be that person. And what needs to be understood stood, is that that was a learned behavior. Mm. You don't have to try to not be that, that person. You were never that person. So you were more so acting like that, that bad person, right? Mm. So now you just don't have to do it. You don't have to try not to do it. I promise you at the core of all of us, there is love. All of our hatred, all of our ways, all of the ways that we hate or are jealous or those are learned behaviors. You don't come out the womb with with those types of um, um, objectives. You don't. Mm. So you don't have to try to not do something unless you are certifiably mentally ill. You, I mean, I mean, that's the only because there, there are illnesses that have us believing that. But even so, in that we are still there is a pureness to who we are at our core. We are not born with hate in our heart. We're not. We're not born with that. It's always love. It's it's the world that changes us and makes us think that we're not these things anymore. That's why when I when people say I'm trying to find myself, I'm not like. You don't need to find yourself. You're already with yourself. You're yeah. just playing these other parts. Stop doing that. Just stop doing that. And then you'll you'll realize you'll yourself. Center. Yeah, yourself has been with you though. You're coming to yourself. You're not finding yourself. Yeah. You're you're not there's not work to do in finding yourself. There isn't. There's no work to do. It's the letting go. It's the releasing of bad and bad unhealthy habits. That's the blockage. Mm-hmm. the blockage is not you having to build yourself up to find yourself to see where you're at and there's new person there is no new person there's mm-hmm. only you <laughs> no one else is coming <laughs> <laughs> there's only you whatever you got when you left you have right there's 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 no work to do there's only love to be to be shared there's only love to be love to be discovered within yourself there's you don't have to do you don't have to be work to be you you mm-hmm. were wor- working being somebody else that's what that was. Yeah. So once you let go of that, you don't have to try anything. Just, you're just never going to do that again. I mean, it, that's simple. It's a big lesson. Yeah. I mean, that it's that simple. Yeah. Like, this person will never do that again. So you don't need to try to not do, you don't need to double down now. You've learned your lesson. You yeah. will never do that again. Do you remember what it feels like? to hear it out loud exactly (laughs) and that's lesson that's growth yeah right there's this i we have this idea as adults that we have to repeatedly do something in order to get it and it's like you've already gotten it that's why you were doing it the first that's the lesson is getting it Mm -hmm. the lesson isn't practicing not doing it Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's not the lesson is once you get the when the light bulb comes and you're like, oh, that was fucked up. There you go. You don't need to work on it no more because now, you know, because you ain't going to do that shit again. Yeah. You know what I think it is, too? I think part of it is we're conditioned to when you watch a lot of these like TV shows or movies and it's all these people, they're like, I'm so fucked up. It's like the people that are always like, I'm fucked up. <laughs> it's like a cute, like personality quirk. Oh right. We're just so fucked up. But it's like they're so committed to staying in that that it's like they they not that they won't learn the lesson, but they'll feel something like that, but they will figure out a, a story that goes along with it so that they're not the bad person and they'll loop themselves back into the same behavior over and over again yep. because they think, oh, I'm supposed to be struggling all of the time. Oh, yeah. I'm supposed to be fighting with myself constantly. Pisces. I just Pisces. I <laughs> Pisces. 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 <laughs> I was thinking of like... um I had this like really uh, a variety of uh, shitty dating situations where it was like, I look back now and I'm like, I don't think I even liked that person. Like what the fuck was I doing? Right. There's this photographer that I was dating and I think it was more so I just thought he was so attractive that I was trying to like fit all these pieces. Cause I remember, I remember him like making jokes and me not thinking they were very funny, 
but not saying anything about it or like us getting the conversations. And there were certain things that I was like in my the back of my mind. I was like, he's so disconnected from what the fuck you're saying. right now. <laughs> this is not someone to build a life with, but I was like, no, he'll get it. <laughs> and of course he ended up like sleeping with a model. He was shooting in Hawaii, whatever the fuck the whole thing. But oh, um, wow. I was listening my dramatic ass. Um, I was like, I'm going to write a song about it. <laughs> but the thing it is to that w- when you, when you have, taking a gulp yeah from that humidity horlicks (laughs) (laughs) trust me you are not going back after you (laughs) took a sip of that (laughs) you don't need to try yeah no 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 anymore i remember we had this like this like final fight we had over whatever and it's the one thing years later like uh, we ended up kind of talking where i was just like look i obviously i was going through i also remember this was like right after i'd been disowned it was like right around that time so i was already just like in an anxious fucking place mm-hmm. and he was i i was going to look for shit and i was finding it to be hurt by which is why i say all the time it's like if you look yeah. for something to be hurt by you will fucking find it mm. but i detached so much like emotion to it for someone that i really didn't know that well and like when i look back i'm like i didn't even really like them mm-hmm. but i remember he said to me in this like last argument we had where he was like something along the lines of there's it's indistinguishable with you when something is like a, like a big deal or not. Like mm-hmm. there's no difference between like you're sending something to me and you don't get a response. So you react in a certain way when I don't think that like, it's just doesn't seem like that much of a, an emergency, but there's no distinguishment between those things. And I always think about that whenever I'm in new situations, because I'm like, I just stop myself and be like, okay, are you, <laughs> you overreacting or you reacting in a way that makes sense for like what you actually feel or you Mm. just like attaching all of this to it. And so everything, there's no difference between what feels like this is legitimately something to be upset over. And this is just me feeling a kind of way. And I don't need to like put all of that out there. Right. Right. But I think that sometimes you have to have moments like that where someone, even someone points you out to yourself. Yeah. It's, it's, it's reflective because you, you need to, we can all learn from from each other's um, misfortunes, even right? if even if fuck him for forever, but still, right? But but if you if it's you think about it, we're we're so we're so programmed in our humanness that we think we know best, and we don't, mm. because we think the lesson happens after the humility has hit us. The lesson was happening all along. Mm. So you don't need to double down. Like. I love doubling down. (laughs) My favorite. So the beautiful thing about humility is that the lesson is over. You don't have to do anything else. And we. We think we have to put it into practice. Right. Now. We. Yeah. You stump yourself thinking, oh, God, this is going to be hard now because I need to. Fo- I need to focus on not doing that. You don't. You're, you're not going to do it again. Yeah. That's the thing. And if you do, you haven't learned a lesson. <laughs> so you don't really have to do anything. This is what I keep trying to say. It's like yeah. you don't have to do anything. You don't have to try and be anything. Just live your life because you Our lives are not um, set up like a curriculum where it's like, this is all the work that needs to be done by the end of the year. And then by the end of the year, you will pass. Mm. You're living, you're living life. You're passing, you're you're living every day. You don't need to double down on yourself in terms of, because the lesson is going to come, trust me. You think you have control over when you, (laughs) I struggle with this one. When you say it, it hurts me every time. You think you have control over how you're going to learn a lesson and when and where you don't. (laughs) But if anyone can, can it be a Scorpio? No, (laughs) it cannot. What did you say to me? I put, oh, I pulled tarot cards the other day. Oh, you gave me, I literally been thinking about it ever since she fucking wrote it. (laughs) Cause out of everyone responding what it meant, Michelle's meant the most to me. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly because this bitch knows the situation of it. She goes. Well, no, because you asked, you asked, I, I, no, yes, I, I me. you said, no, you said, I want this reading for love. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. if you wanted it for something else, I would have said oh, something yeah, yeah. different. Right. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking about a specific person. Right. You said, you've had an emotional setback, betrayal from someone you trust, 
you need to be patient because you will keep walking past the one meant for you until you learn your lesson. You cannot control the outcome of the love that awaits you. As long as you are in that mindset, you will continue to learn a very hard lesson. I literally wrote back, bit. (laughs) (laughs) I just saw my entire life flash before (laughs) me. And I was like, oh my God, I've been on this fucking Ferris wheel (laughs) of just shitty unresolved ex situation. (laughs) Dating someone else, but not telling you. Fucking like sleeping with someone else, but not telling you. It's like fucking roulette wheel of one goddamn (laughs) story. And it comes in every kind of man. It's like, <laughs> it's like your father, the people you're fucking. It's like any creed, nationality, doesn't fucking matter, age. It's all the same shit. And I'm sitting here thinking there's going to be a different outcome every time. And I'm still at the top of the fucking <laughs> care, like Ferris wheel alone. <laughs> Just dangling. The Tickets ones that are back running and out. And I'm tired. <laughs> and that's the thing. That's what happens when you get tired that's when you uh, stop the ferris wheel yeah when you get off yeah and the ferris wheel thinking is like, about it this, well this person <laughs> this person you know was going through whatever and having a hateful moment right it was on yeah. a ferris wheel and then had a wake-up call and jumped off the ferris wheel because they were tired because they can't yeah. keep it up yeah. that's hard to keep up after you jump off the ferris wheel that ferris wheel is gone you're not going to get back on that same ferris wheel other rides to fuck up your you life ha- exactly <laughs> there's a million ferris wheels ahead so you can let that go now so to this person let it go you don't have to try to be better you're better you see how that works you are cleansed by the waters of no lies detected (laughs) that is not what i meant what i'm saying is this is what i'm saying i promise you especially younger people if you start applying life to you in your mind Listen, listen to the words that I am speaking. Life is already for you. You cannot control when a lesson is going to be learned, when it's going. You can't control. So just live your life. Because when a lesson is learned, you'll know. And if you don't, you'll keep learning. And after you know, after you've learned, you, you're free of that now. Mm-hmm. And that was the lesson. And you don't, so you, we don't need to keep going back to our pain. We don't need to keep going back to our past, to these people that we oh, thought God, we were. She, or she's we, speaking a different language to a Scorpio right now. We don't <laughs> reckon. What do you mean we don't have to keep going back to our pain? <laughs> I live on 123 Pain <laughs> Avenue in the town of, ow, this fucking hurts. Bill. <laughs> Bill. <laughs> We don't, this is what I learned in 2018. We don't need to keep going back to our pain because our pain doesn't serve us. Jesus was a Sagittarius. (laughs) Holy shit. I get it. I get it. I just saw it. I understood it. Our pain does not, our pain doesn't serve us. It hurts us. But if we've truly learned a lesson and we're free, we need to just move on. (laughs) But sometimes you like to build up the resistance by taking the pain over and over. Yes, but (laughs) but that but then but do you do you know what that is? That's a lesson not learned. (sighs) So you can't sit here and be like, oh, I've learned my lesson, but I'm going to go back. No, bitch. You didn't learn shit. I've literally said that. I know better, but I'm not going to do better. (laughs) (laughs) Nope, 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 nope. That's not how this lesson works. And you think Uh. that you can trick life. Listen, the universe is vast and it's broad and we are dumb fucks. All of us. Okay? <laughs> These brains that we have in our head are nothing. They're absolutely nothing. So if you think you've learned a lesson and you're sitting, I've learned my lesson and blah, 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 blah. And you over there still doing the same things. You haven't learned shit. All you're doing is thinking that you're masterminding life. And I promise you, you're going to lose. <laughs> You're going to lose and it's going to hurt. <laughs> Look at her smiling. Right <laughs> thinking about it. It's going to hurt. But you know what? That means more people to write in to That's no lies detected at gmail.motherfucking.com. <laughs> Do we have anything else? Oh, we got emails. Okay. Okay. The title for this one is mind my business or kick her ass out. I love the titles because it just tells me. Hi, ladies. I'm a 20 year old guy who just moved in with three girls. 
One of the girls is a good friend of mine. The other gr- two girls are girls that I just met when we all got an apartment together. Oh, bitch, I've literally been here. This is, this I can already like tell you, this movie. is going to go horribly. <laughs> it sounds like a horror movie. Uh, we got an apartment close together to the university we are attending. Now, I literally am flashing back right now to a roommate situation I had where it was me, my friend, uh, Courtney, and this other bitch that I didn't want to live with when we got a fight freshman year because I think, like I don't know if I've told fight? you this story. No, it wasn't a fist fight. Okay. It was a uh, me. <laughs> it was a fight to her in the sense that I was yelling at her, what would Jesus do? Um, okay, okay. Can I just say something? Yes. That's the difference between yes. our lingo already. Because <laughs> yes. you said fight and I'm thinking, oh, y'all throw, bo-, like y'all was blown toe to toe. No, 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 You got no, in no. an argument. We got in an argument. Okay. We okay. had a disagreement. Okay. All right. The disagreement being, I didn't want to go to- White people blowing shit I up didn't for no it. reason. <laughs> but to be fair, when I've told you stories other time, I don't give you enough detail. No, and then you, you don't. Come at, That's and then true. you come at my ass because I downplay stuff. She sure does. What did I downplay today? You downplayed something about some man on Twitter. Yeah. You were like, oh, he thought that we were friends and he sent me a message and I didn't like it. And I didn't like it. And, and he came for me and I blocked it. And then he blocked it. And so I was like, oh, okay, well, mm, sound like the same old shit. Yeah. yeah. And the lesson then, that's unlearned. <laughs> yes. Because I keep telling her, Megan, stop doing that. Stop it. She's like, he thinks we're friends. I was like, could you give him, him friendship energy <laughs> arguing with him? Stop arguing with him. So, <laughs> so I'm just trying to lead people <laughs> so, away. So I go on IG stories <laughs> and just, just post the Snapchat uh, snapshot of the conversation and the things that he's saying. I was like, wait, hold the fuck up. <laughs> that. Uh-uh. I was like, you're going to have to stop relaying these things to me like it's nothing. I was like, yeah. because. I'm she, damned if I do. I'm damned if I don't with Michelle. <laughs> she said it all nonchalantly. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, another and day I'm, on the internet. And then I'm reading it. I'm like, um. And then I saw at one point she responded. I was like, see, now. This <laughs> She's literally, Michelle sent me a voice message. She's like, we got to do a crash course <laughs> on how to see crazy. <laughs> Because there are things that you don't even, you're not even aware of. Well, because at one point you said. I'm sure I did. You said on your IG story. Yeah. You know, people can't take accountability. I'm trying to, and I said, people who are mentally unwell. Yeah, yeah. They don't take accountability. They don't know what that means. Yeah. It, and it, and, and this is not even like a funny thing. Like when somebody's mentally unwell, they're not able to yeah. take accountability because they're sick. Yeah. So you have to have to recognize that as a well person, mm-hmm. recognize that way before. Yeah. yeah because yeah. otherwise you're treating everybody the same and not in nobody. Every single person. Okay, let me just tell you something. Because um she's probably listening. Oh no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Actually, you know what I'm thinking about? This entire two weeks has been us dealing with people that think we have relationships with them that we do not. Right. Because you had one. I had another email yeah. from someone that sent, literally thinks we were like in a relationship, ima- telling right. me they imagined that we were in a relationship. Right. And writing an entire thesis about it. Right. And this is one. And we and we touched up. We touched up on it before. Yeah. In another podcast, which I think w- would have aired already, where I say, you know, I'm not your auntie. I'm not your girl. I said stuff like that. Yes. Yes. OK. So let me just say this to you guys. Megan and I are friends. <laughs> we talk as friends do. We are friends. We have inside jokes. And we are free with our inside jokes. Megan and I are not your friends. And we're not interested in being your friend. Okay? Hear me Michelle when I say this. for both of us right now. <laughs> Hear me when I say this. This is a privilege that we're g- giving you to listen to us have conversations as two friends. It's a privilege. And I'm, I'm not saying it as like, you should be so glad. This is, we're letting you peek in a little bit into our lives. And, and that is something that we've decided we can create a space where we can share and help other people. But please do not confuse that for us being friends. Therefore, when you address us, you need to address us as though we're strangers. I don't care what you know about me or what, what I've said about my life or what Megan has said about life or, or whatever. We don't know you. We don't know you. You could be anyone. 
there are two of us and many of you. So if you think that you're going to speak to me any kind of way and w- other than asking me a question about your own shit, don't insert yourself into my life. Do not, don't, when you see Megan and I talking online, on Twitter, don't, don't insert yourself in our conversation. Are you fucking crazy? You wouldn't do that in public. I think they would. Well, if you would, then you need to see someone. You need to see counseling. Don't insert yourself in people's conversation when people are not speaking to you just because you know of conversations that they have had. And so you all sit, you can sit there and listen to these podcasts. These people are not your friends. They're not speaking to just you. It's not just me, you, and and Megan in your car. We're not in the car with you. We're not literally in the car with you. You're just listening to two people having a conversation and we love you guys and we respect you guys and we want the same in return. Mm. So this idea that you're entitled to a piece of us by inserting yourself is a violation. It's a violation of our person. And we are two different people with two different lifestyles and two different upbringings. So we handle it differently. I handle it silently, so you will n- never know. I will not argue with you. I won't do any of that. I will just watch you hang yourself, and then I will block you. I won't respond to you. I will leave you on read. I won't do it. I'm 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 trying to train myself in the ways of Michelle in the upcoming <laughs> year, 2019. Because I need you to know how much I don't care about you. <laughs> I do not care. I'm not going to engage people who don't know how to approach me properly. Yeah. I'm just not going to do it. Yeah. And you can keep coming back over and over if you want to and creating this whole scenario in your head. There was one person that I called it. I told Megan. You were sending me just screenshots being like, be careful. With I this said, be one. careful Watch of this out. person. And I was sent and I wasn't responding to them. They were having a full on conversation, full on blown relationship with me. And I wasn't even responding to them. And I muted them. I did all the things and then they went too far and I blocked them. And this person doesn't even know that they're blocked or why. And I will never have that conversation with them because I don't care. I do not care. That's how much I like. I don't care. Okay, back to the question. <laughs> so, 20-year-old guy. All I'm in. saying is come correct. Just come correct. Moved in with three girls. So they were close to college. One of the girls is pretty chill and tends to keep to herself, while the other one has done some shit that has bothered me and my friend. Mm. Which reminds me, that's what I was going to say. My friend and I used to hide like in our closet because we shared a room together in this apartment. And then the, girl, the other girl had the other room. And she would do all kinds of shit. Now I would never do this because I would just fucking say this to this girl's face but like we we would just see the stuff she would do and we would like almost like gossip about it amongst each other in the closet like we were fucking scared to have the conversation she was she was nerve-wracking but she would do shit with me where it was like it was her turn to do dishes and because i brought it up then all of a sudden i felt like i was taking a mom i was like a mom figure that she was fighting against it was like passive aggressive she's i'm not gonna do it very spoiled Mm -hmm. And uh, was hell to live with. She also, my friend at the time, still my friend, uh, her boyfriend, now her husband's mom was dying of of cancer. Mm. And she passed away. This girl called my friend Courtney that weekend. That Courtney's like back in this hometown dealing with all of this. Mm -hmm. And basically was telling her she was so sad about hearing about this guy's mom that she was thinking of like driving her car into the median there was like a moment where she was driving thinking about she was so sad and i'm like she sent that to you when you're dealing with your boyfriend's mother's death that's the person we were living it wasn't for much longer after this that's the person we were living with her car her her tires kept getting stolen off of her brand new car that she bought and we were like you should really move home it's probably safer and then we (laughs) just made her pay rent for her room and we just lived in the apartment by ourselves Anyway, <laughs> long story short. Okay. So this other girl bothers him. She completely stocked the fridge cabinets and closets with food that she never eats. 
she, you guys should eat it. She's constantly making big ass meals, leaves food out, throws away majority of the meals, and then complains that our apartment has roaches or ants. She tries to be my best friend, but apparently has made some rude, rude comments slash faces to my friend. My friend says it's a girl thing. I don't know. No. My friend also happens to be vegan, and this girl has repeatedly told me that veganism is wrong and stupid, but stops talking as soon as my friend walks in. Gives a shit. When I try to defend veganism, she tells me that it's all lies made up to stop people from eating meat. She's an agriculture major. I'm a music major. This girl has very loudly the last few times in my face said that music is shit, a waste of time, and doesn't see why she needs to learn about it. I can't imagine why this girl is looking for a place to live. <laughs> God bless. We each pay about 215 a month for rent. Bitch, where is this? You want to send a, a location? How many, well, wait, how many people they live with, though? Uh, moved in with three. So four people. Damn, they must live on a college campus. 250, yeah, close to. Yeah, because that. Um, that's actually, yeah. When I lived uh, close to school, oh, God, I, I miss rent in Michigan. We had a two-bedroom townhouse for $815 and it was like full basement with washer and dryer. This orange is good. Who brought you those oranges? Mm. My girlfriend. Your my wife, wifey. first of all, god damn it. Let's <laughs> fuck up Jeez. the title. Oh lord. Whew, Don't be in the relationship you with me Tanja. <laughs> you we got to the next level. <laughs> oh my lord. I um I, I brought I brought spaghetti and oranges and you did. for my baby. We each pay about two fifteen a month for rent, but recently our landlord said the rent will go up a bit, which then led to her to tell me that our shitty apartment isn't even worth that amount. I I can ignore all. Who gives a shit about this girl? Y'all should just move into an apartment by yourselves. I can ignore all these things, but my friend says she's over it. I can ignore all the complaining, the wastefulness, and rude comments. No, However, why are you writing us if you can? Yeah, ignore you it. can't ignore it. However, recently she's gotten comfortable enough around me to start using gay as an insult which I really don't like considering that a majority of my friends are part of the LGBTQ plus community. Do I mind my business and keep ignoring her actions or I tell her to fuck? Do I tell her to move the fuck out? I will be recovering from a wisdom tooth extraction. Whenever you all answer this high as fuck on painkillers, laughing my ass off at your podcast. Also wanted to mention that I'm a Gemini. Whoa! I think May 21st. Is that a Taurus or a Gemini? You just got orange in your eye. Squirted. You just squirted. That's the only time. You're dangerous. Dangerous. Okay, sorry. Keep it in your mouth. <laughs> and you just happen to look up. Just as a <laughs> just, That was the universe leading me. Oh, man. I'm not really sure why the internet hates us. Did but I look feel sexy? Free. <laughs> you, I mean, you looked adorable when you did it. <laughs> feel free to analyze slash drag the fuck out of me. Keep up the great work. Thanks. I love that a Gemini is trying to tell us, like, feel free to do this as if we're not going to already fucking do that. Okay. 20-year-old living with these girls and you hate one of them apparently everyone hates this one who i mean i i i'm a big proponent of not living with people you don't fucking get along with and so it sounds like if everyone's having an issue with this girl i mean the three of you need to come together and say you know what maybe we should just split a two-bedroom or a three-bedroom or whatever it is maybe even in the same complex or find another place and just ditch this girl because she's miserable and she doesn't want to be in this apartment anyways and it's always She's repeatedly shown you the kind of interaction you're going to have. So it's not someone that you should be living with because clearly it's annoying you enough to take notes of it. And she doesn't seem to give a fuck about how anyone else thinks if anyone's even saying what the fuck they think to begin with, which it doesn't sound like anyone is. I'm, I'm here for her. <laughs> she's she's, she's just, living her life. She's, she's doing her. I'm going to be homophobic. I'm going to say fuck vegans. Yeah. I'm going to leave all this shit out and attract all the roaches and listen. ants and fuck it up. And see, right, listen, she sounds spoiled. She sounds like, like a spoiled, rotten spoiled. bitch. And she knows it. And she just living, she's just living in her truth. I'm going to guess it's an only child or, or someone that's siblings are so far removed age wise. Like, like the parents had like a, like a, an oopsie baby. You know what I'm saying? Like a little right. like too late in life. Right. Um, I just think that this person needs to just focus on themselves. <laughs> That's Fair. what I really, I really, I mean, because if nobody's coming together to do anything. You got talking to the mic, bitch. Oh, sorry. <laughs> just talking into the room. I'm sorry, because I'm eating this <laughs> sweet orange. I know. Only you would try to fucking peel an orange while doing a podcast. Oh, God, so good. Jesus Christ. So good. <laughs> Listen, I'm living my life. You are. You're just like this asshole. <laughs> it's like, fuck music and fuck vegans. And these ants can eat all this food. And I bought all this. And I'm not going to eat a goddamn um, thing. 
I just think that this is like a really um I just think it's it's it could be solved. And it can be solved. And if it's not being solved, then everybody should just shut up and go to the separate the perspective corners. You're either gonna live with her or you're not. And so decide what road you want to go down, and then we can direct you on how to do that. Yeah. One being the th- again back, the three of you forth. getting together and making a plan, or you all living with her and decide and understanding that everything that comes after this decision, you asked for, because <laughs> you know how it is. And if your landlord's like, we're gonna up the rent, and you don't use that as an opportunity to say, do you have any three bedrooms or find another place? Then you were signing on for another year of this girl. So be careful. Here's another one. Mm. Overcoming regret and failure is the name of this email. Hi, Megan and Michelle. My partner, male Capricorn, will <laughs> just full breakdowns. My partner, male Capricorn, will call him A, and I, male Taurus, will call me G. I'm just gonna call Capricorn you Taurus and, and Capricorn. Taurus. Capricorn or Taurus. Mm-hmm. Imagining my roommate, my mom. Decided to move to the <laughs> Netherlands after he got accepted to grad school there. We lived in Canada, and so this was a big move for the both of us. However, I just finished my undergrad and thought, now was the time to go see the world. After a few months in the Netherlands, I realized that I was not comfortable living there, and I was not prospering there as much as I would have liked. Because of this, I made the decision to move back to Canada in the next few months. I have told... How long were these two people dating? I have questions. I have already told him... uh, A. I don't like using these letters. I've already told A, who understands why I'm moving... And we are going to try and maintain our relationship via long distance. While everyone has been really understanding in my decision to move back home, I can't help but feel like I have failed or that I'm giving up. So many people have encouraged me to, to move to the Netherlands because it was an amazing opportunity. And both A and I have invested a amazing lot of... Amazing opportunity for who? It sounds like you're just going... That you wouldn't have gone there otherwise if the person you were dating wasn't going there for a thing. Mm. I think that sometimes people just see like any movement in a direction as like, oh my God, you must be moving up. But they don't realize that like, just because you go to a place yeah. doesn't mean that it's a better place right. for you or that That's you're going to be happier. It's just the season. You could go to a million cities and hate every single one except for maybe one. Right. And that is fine. Right. Because not every city is for you. So it sounds like you tried and you didn't like it. And so instead of staying and being miserable and resenting someone for keeping you in a place, Mm -hmm. you said, let's try to do this long distance until we can whatever. And Mm -hmm. I'm going to go back to the place I'm happiest. Mm -hmm. Sounds like an adult decision. Um. Okay, because it was an amazing opportunity, and both A and I have invested a lot of time and money just making sure I can stay there with him, but I just cannot realistically stay in the Netherlands and be happy. I know this, and yet I still feel like I have failed, and that I am letting him down, as well as letting down everyone who encouraged me to move with him. My question to you both is essentially, how do you recommend I overcome these feelings of failure? Warmly, G. It seems like no matter where he is, he he would feel he would be unhappy. You, yeah, you have this yeah. this guilt. Yeah, um, that's it. I, and it doesn't come from that. That's not where that's from. Okay. Yeah. Oh, it's coming. It's coming. Okay, that's not where that's from. You are avoiding something. Mm. You're avoiding dealing with something, and you're using this situation to to. You're using this as the reason for why you feel the way you feel. But you felt this before. Yeah. This is not this is not the reason. Yeah. It's not because of the city. It's not because of the long distance relationship. Mm-hmm. Your feeling of failure has nothing to do with the fact that you moved back from the Netherlands. I almost wonder if part of this too is you ha- you're with this partner who got accepted to grad school and you you don't mention anything that you're really doing. Pat, like it doesn't sound like you finished your undergrad but it doesn't sound like there's a direction it seems like you kind of were like well i guess i gotta go this direction because it makes the most sense and like i don't know it's i'm not doing anything else but i i wonder if like there's a reason why there's no passion that you're talking like it's not like mm-hmm. he's saying mm-hmm. you know I, this is my thing that i'm doing and so mm-hmm. it makes more sense it makes much more sense in canada or i want to get back to it kind of just sounds like you feel lost and that your one tether to being an adult and moving forward was to go with this boyfriend. All right. Well, it's a codependency around. Yeah. Around his dream. It just, it just sounds like codependency that, and that's why you feel like maybe you feel like a failure because you, why did you move to the Netherlands? Mm. Like, well, why did you go there? Why did he go there? Oh, the, uh, the boyfriend got accepted to grad school. Okay. So what, why did you go with the boyfriend? 
I, if your boyfriend is in grad school, he's busy. That's I, what he is. You know what it is? I think that they had finished gra- undergrad and probably didn't have any plans for anything. And so it says, I thought that now was the time to go see the world. I don't think you no, thought no, no, that. No, 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 no. I don't think no, you thought that. I missed that. That's what you told yourself. Yeah, I don't think that. You were being that. codependent and you were following a boy. That's what that's what happened. Mm. You weren't. Now it's time to go see the world. Mm. What what did you if you didn't have a boyfriend? Would you have gone there? Would you have gone to the Netherlands? Probably not. Yeah. And also, you weren't going to go see the world. You were going to go experience you one You were going part. to Netherlands. And you were going to go live in a place where you don't know anything that's going on with a person who's in school full time. Right. And that, but that's why you're going and have to navigate. So, so if you're, if you're going to going to the Netherlands to see the world then go see the goddamn world, which yeah. you need to go to the Netherlands for visit him on with visit your boyfriend on one of the stops. The Netherlands is not the world. Yeah. Go see the world. They don't want to go see the world. Of course they don't. That's not what they want because they went to the Netherlands and they went right back to Canada. Because they realized... Went right back to home. Mm-hmm. And there's n- nothing wrong with that. So now, do what it is that you want. Yeah. What do you want? What's that scene in um, no- the notebook? What do you want? Remember <laughs> he keeps saying that to her? I don't know. I laughed at that movie. <laughs> the sad shit happens. She's just, she's just like, I don't know what I want to do. And he's like, you do know what you want. Yeah. What do you want? Like and she has she there's so many years of being told what she should do that she yeah, doesn't even know how to right, connect to right, that. Right, right. Now's the time. You're the bitch in the notebook. I am. <laughs> Not you. I mean the person writing this, but you can be the bitch in the notebook. I am. You've, yeah, I'm <laughs> all of them. I'm all the characters in the notebook. I'm every single fucking character. Ugh, I, on the street they lay on and almost get hit by cars. <laughs> I I think that this is the time for you to explore yourself. Yeah. That's what this is. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't be waiting for anybody. You shouldn't be not not on the not. You should never be in a relationship where you're waiting on somebody to finish something to then decide what your life's your next life's move is. Yeah, your life's next move is. Yeah, you know what sorry. should you, you know what should tell you that you wouldn't be happy in the Netherlands? That even in the middle of being codependent and wanting to be next to this person, you still were like. I tried it for a few months <laughs> and I can't be fucking happy and I gotta go. Right, right. <laughs> so you, I think you were in the right direction with that. Was that as a moment where you realized your body was like, I don't like this, and now you just need to figure out what it is you actually like. You need to, you need to, you need to, and you need to be honest with yourself. You're. It you're, might include this relationship or not. Is this person? Is this person? What is this person? The Taurus. I think it was a Capricorn and a. Hold on. Hold on. It uh, is a Capricorn with a Taurus. Who's the Taurus? The Taurus is the one that's at grad school. Okay. And the Capricorn. This is the Capricorn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. We got some kind of water moon in this bitch. Well, there's a there's a loyalty there. Yeah. Cap- Capricorns have a tendency to be, uh, keep themselves in things that. um. Well, Tauruses love that shit, too. Yeah, but Tauruses are. uh stubborn in a, in a loud way that capricorns are not mm. um capricorns are stubborn though but just n- not loudly yeah. there's this very internal it's all internalized it's all telling yourself you're okay with something then when you're really not mm-hmm. um or i shouldn't even say it like that it's more like um telling yourself you're okay with something because that something is a good distraction for what it actually is mm. and believing that believing that distraction and ignoring what what what's really going on so um that person needs to get right with themselves in terms of and real with themselves in terms of what's really happening before they can even go explore anything you need to admit to yourself that you are codependent in this relationship that's what you need to admit to yourself yeah okay next question okay uh, this is our last question for this okay. podcast. And I also love that I'm not going to say where it was sent from, but this was definitely sent from their business email because the bottom of it says this email and any attachments contain con- confidential information. Shame. This is our second one, right? Including protected health information. This is our second one. No, no, no. Our second yeah. podcast. Oh, 
Bitch, I understood your question and I gave you the answer. That oh, but was I didn't correct. know if you knew what I was talking about. Why don't I thought you, you trust meant, like the email connection, bitch. I'm I sorry, I'm a Sagittarius. I'm still learning. Take <laughs> it. Okay, I, I chose this one specifically because of the title for you. Okay. Because I want to hurt your stomach before, okay. before we go. Pisces homegirl needs to hear the truth. Oh, jeez. Megan and Michelle. Since I started following you ladies, I found so much laughter and comfort in the No Lies Detected podcast. I don't know why I start reading it like that sometimes. Mm-mm. Wanted to thank you guys for that first. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Wait. Wanted to thank you guys. Thank you for that that first. first. Because here comes the motherfucking bullshit. Also, I'm a Pisces, but I hope that doesn't deter you from reading on. I'm already turned off. Sorry if my wording is a bit confusing. I'm a bit stoned. What is wrong with y'all? Y'all are just telling us everything. Like, why are you? I wish you'd tell us some fucking bank routing numbers while you're (laughs) here. (laughs) I'm emailing because I need some advice on how to stay strong for myself right now. Nearly two years ago, I decided to move out of my parents' place with whatever I've got to my name. Okay. It's hard to call (laughs) with my belongings. (laughs) (laughs) It's hard to call my parents' home abusive, but what I have fully accepted is that it most definitely was not healthy. Mm. Turns out all I had... Wait. Okay. We need commas. Turns out all I had to my name at the time was two grand in my savings. Okay. That's more than I had. Some clothes and a 92 Nissan under my parents' name. Okay, so you'd close a car and money. Since moving out, I've navigated through a lot, and I'm now a working woman, got a full-time job with full benefits, with a car of my own name, too. Okay, correct. Good. And I see that because she, we sent it from doing a, better than me. We sent it from <laughs> a business email. Yeah, you're already ahead of the game. <laughs> Unfortunately, I crashed my car yesterday. Ooh, yeah, I had that happen to me last year. <sighs> Taking a highway I've driven through for years by now, and I'm pretty sure it's totaled at the time of this email. My insurance hasn't sent my adjust, adjuster yet. I have a list, and I know all the steps I need to take right now, Call the bank, find a car, etc. And I also have a boyfriend that is so wonderfully supportive. Gotta love Libras throughout all of this, but I can't help but feel scared shitless. However, the idea of moving or being carless for too long, I need to commute for 45 minutes on my highway for my job, has me so scared and overwhelmed. My car has meant a lot to me in my journey for independence, and the place where I'm renting right now has been the first place where I actually felt safe to call home. Last month, I felt confident enough to make a goal of going to school in 2019 and to finish up my degree but this accident makes me feel like keeping any of those goals or or feelings is impossible right now the few friends and support i have around me has reassured me that i will be fine and i'll figure things out i feel a part of me agrees with that optimism but an even stronger part of me feels like i'm going to fail and i'm going to put myself in chaotic waters any advice on how any of this is on any of this is appreciated but if you also want to say hi to me in the podcast hi that would mean a lot to me too getting stoned and listening to you ladies has helped me feel less alone thanks for that well you probably listen to this goddamn podcast not paying attention you crash this fucking <laughs> car uh, so we take we apologize for being that um wait what are we apologizing distraction. for now you're not apologizing for anything okay. you said calm down <laughs> it was, it was a, a phrase it was throw around apologies you know <laughs> i'm a scorpio i love throwing around apologies <laughs> but they're not real apologies they're apologies to see what the fuck you're gonna do oh when you god here the apology, we go because i never really gave you the fucking apology Gr- bitch. listen all these lessons from megan tanja's lord have mercy scorpio confessions <laughs> <laughs> okay Okay, so let's break this down. Firstly, so you okay? I don't know how we went from I, I crashed my car to I, my whole life has to move. I don't think that's quite what we are at, right? Well, I, I can understand where she's coming from. I mean, it's a forty-five minute commute. Well, no, I I mean, just the, the breakdown of her life is yes. basically if she left home early, she left home with only two thousand dollars, and everything that she left home with was a part of her parents, and then she found freedom within herself. South, yeah, she got her own car benefits and all that other stuff now she has a loss yes yes some yes. people will be like oh it's an in- inanimate object it doesn't matter oh no it's still a loss. it's still a loss because when you all you have is your you and your own and you mm. don't have family helping you out and all the other stuff when you lose something like that you do feel like i failed i don't know how i'm gonna pick myself back up but the thing is that you got there you were already there before mm-hmm. so a loss is a loss the loss is gonna happen it doesn't matter where you're at in life you're always gonna have losses Loses, losses, losses. Yep, yep. you got yep. it. You got Sorry. it. Nailed it. Snip. Nailed it. Lost that. Yeah, yeah. Um, you're always gonna have losses. Um, I lost my car in sept- October. September, I got in a car accident. It wasn't my fault. Um, car was in my name. I was very excited. Um, I paid it off. I bought it brand new. I had it. I got it in 2007. Last, last year was 2018. So, 
had a very long time and uh and now i don't have a car and that's one of the reasons why megan's here um we're doing it at my house um i like coming out here though yeah <laughs> i don't mind it it's it's frustrating not having a car mm. um the, the car was also the last thing that me my husband and i were sharing the universe was like so let me take this from you yeah. <laughs> so i accepted it i was like you know like we were sharing the car and it wasn't it was great because we both needed a car and, we, and the sharing it wasn't a problem but it was also so symbolism of like you need to let this go um and so the one thing that my husband and I still share now is our we, we both have bank accounts but we have a joint bank account still together which that's that's not something that's um binding us really um but the car was something that was you know was sentimental and so I understand the it's yeah. it's it's a loss it is a loss it's it's your it's your peace of mind driving is meditative it's you get to be by yourself with yourself for a moment wh wherever you're going and stuff like that mm -hmm. and it can be overwhelming now having to take tr um, public transportation but it, this is not gonna last forever yeah. it's not gonna last forever and you have a boyfriend that is supporting you the who's a libra which is great um or girlfriend i, I couldn't remember if, if she said it was a man or a woman um um but you know your partner is supportive that's that's more along what's the most important is that your your partner is supportive and is there for you when when you when you're when you're going to need it so you have to be there for yourself um regardless of whoever is there or isn't there you have to be there for yourself uh it's you you didn't fail you haven't failed it's uh at the end of the day um it's a car. Yeah. <laughs> I also would say it's look at your insurance too to see because yeah. a lot of times there's um, a clause in it. It depends if you have it or not where it's like if your car is totaled or your car is being fixed, you get a you can get a loaner car for a certain amount of time. Yeah, I got my loaner car for three weeks. And that might be enough time to either find a cheaper car that you can hold on to or to get through until you can figure out the arrangement of how to get to work. The also they do is they, they um, and I don't know if that the, the accident was their fault or not, but yeah. with me, they bought my car from me mm -hmm. because I couldn't get the car fixed because to fix it was more than what the, the car was actually worth. Yeah. So they bought the car off of me. So I got a check for a few thousand dollars. And then I the accident wasn't my fault. And then the other company sent me a check, which I haven't gotten yet. So... I'm still waiting for that. But they sent me a check for any kind of just like personal stuff, like, you know, because I didn't have a car anymore. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, you know, a, a, a loss is a loss. And but you you have you have your loved and you're safe and you still have a roof over your head mm -hmm. and a 45 minute journey to work, whether it be there and back every day. It's just, it's just going to give you some hair on your chest. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, just it's going to be temporary. Yeah, it's just going to be that temporary. That two-hour bus ride there yeah. and back. And we're staying with a friend that lives closer to your job right. for a few weeks while Listen, you get it together. Just let life unfold. This is for you. You might meet some meet great people on your travels. And this is a story you can tell your grandkids or your, your nieces or your nephews, whatever. Emotionally manipulate that Libra into giving you their car. <laughs> All you got to do is understand that, like, this is the timeline of your story. You need to be able to tell your story. So when you're talking to some young little kids and they're complaining about the ways of the world, you can be like, listen, let me tell you. Let me just tell you. I crashed my car one time and I had to take the train and I had to and I thought that was the end of the world. And guess what? I take that back over a lot of things. Do you know what I'm saying? I so do. just. Just let it allow, just lie in it. Just be present. It's okay. And you could be upset about it, but you're not a failure and you will have another car. And, and this shit happens. And it happens. And I'm telling you this now because I know this, I know I'm in this position right now. And all the, the on, only thing I want is a car. Yeah. And I can't afford to get one right now, but it, it, it'll happen. It'll happen so it's happens. like, I'm, you know, these, yeah. them's the brakes, kid. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, also ask for help. Ask people yeah. at your work what they would suggest. 
If Ask there's for anything help. that there's any availability or any help that they can offer. You've done so much for yourself already. Like, just throw it out there. Listen, closed mouth don't get fed. It's true. Very true. I'm done with you. <laughs> Why is it? This is a new <laughs> thing now. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> I'm retiring from I'm you done with you. For right now. I've exhausted. Our We're resources. about to record another one. Yeah, we can record as many. We can do this all fucking all night. fucking night long. Listen, I listen. I'm not doing a lot of things all fucking night long, so this is great for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's the point of the podcast where Michelle reminds you that she's not fucking I'm anybody. Not having any no sex? No one's having sex here. I can't wait for the podcast after one of us has sex, where it's just ooh. like ooh celebration. Ooh. I'm gonna have to change my my, yeah. I'm gonna have to change my name to like Lady, (laughs) Lady Michelle or something. (laughs) (laughs) I will be addressed as Lady Michelle. I'll be Lady (laughs) Tonjes, Madam Tonjes. Listen, you can you can do a lot of things, but first of all, you should follow this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, all those fun places. Make sure you leave a little review that helps. I'm not quite sure how it helps, but I know it helps. And uh, yeah, leave us a review. Yeah, leave us a review. Are we changing your lives? Ratings. Are we making you laugh so hard you're crashing your car? We're trying to come see you guys live. We would love to come see you all live. Um, You can find me at Megan Tonjes on most things. M-E-G-H-A-N-T-O-N-J-E-S. God, I'm Michelle Moore. (laughs) M-I-S-H-A-L-M-O-O-R-E. And then you can find me on every forum there. Have fun, bitch. bitch. <laughs> Have fun, bitch. Hey, don't go just yet. You can now carry our closing weekly affirmation with you. No Lies Detected is selling merchandise on teespring.com. The link to our store is in the description box. Treat yourself and remember, have fun, bitch.